Getting jiggy with it. Hey world. Hey, it's Woody Bitch. Um, this podcast episode is gonna be a little bit different. One, I finally, finally have my computer back. And boy, oh boy. I will tell you, I feel rusty. Taking two weeks off, uh, not fun. I would not recommend it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. I would. I wouldn't. I can't even articulate things properly. Um, but this episode's going to be a little bit different. I uh, right as my computer crashed the first time. I had been. I had. I had been. <laughs> Oh no, you guys, should we just give up? Let's, let's, <laughs> just kidding. Never give up, never back down. We got this, we got this, we got this. But um, I'd actually, so my computer crashed, I believe it was the two days after the Oscars. And at this point, uh, for lack of better, I shouldn't say this, but I feel like the topic has been beat to death. But that's no pun intended there. But during that, I had prepared kind of for the first time in my life, or or the first time since college, like a full-blown interview with um, someone who has chosen to remain anonymous, and but someone that I think had some very great insight into the entire Oscars scandal. I do know that this is not... I guess it's not really on brand for me normally. And don't you worry, because right after this, uh, I'll be recording, you know, a podcast about it's going to be Jersey, because my man, my man, Frank Katanga, he, he hit us with a lot of Dolores, Dolores, Dolores. And, and so I'm ready for my, just anytime Jersey comes back on, I'm like, well, I'm going to lose my voice. I'm going to go hoarse because I can't. I love doing my Frank Katanga impression. <laughs> but I love Delore, Delore, Frank, Delore. But, but so we'll, I will be covering Jersey, obviously. I mean, we had the iconic, I mean, speaking of violence, the Teresa lost her damn mind this past episode. And then also the OC finale, which I would call the OC finally. Am I right or am I right? And that is a joke from the soup. I mean, it's a joke from anywhere, but... But, yeah, so just... This episode is a little bit different, and although it's an anonymous source that I had this uh, great conversation with, they were very insightful. And even though I'm a couple of weeks late, due to the you know the great laptop crash of 2022 and and for the record i had had the laptop for about 12 years so it's it, i don't know the lifespan on a laptop i don't know it's <laughs> i don't know if it's my karma i who knows <laughs> but let's see oh and for the record uh, going into this and i think i think you will hear it um just in the tone of the questions and the discussion, uh, I know that I started this podcast by playing Getting Jiggy With It, uh, kind of to be a little cheeky, but I I personally think that uh, I'm still offended by what happened, and I'm still kind of shocked because it, it, 
it's just totally bizarre. And I know that uh, a couple of weeks have passed, and I know that the Academy, uh, they said that, uh, I guess, Will Smith is not allowed to attend the awards, but he can still get awards. And uh, I don't know. And I know that you're supposed to keep his wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> I know that. And I feel like Chris Rock is going to be... I mean, one, he took that like an absolute champion, like such grace, such, because I can't imagine, because that was quite, quite a hit. Um, but yeah, I guess without further ado, it's, it's very strange, you all, because I love to, um, I, I, I do it on purpose, but I love to discuss like housewives and silly things and all that stuff. So to be kind of to be kind of serious uh, and to have had a very serious discussion and with someone that took time out of their day to thoughtfully uh, have that back and forth with me is, I think it's really cool. And uh, so this is kind of a, it's a, a different episode than normal, but, but yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry that I was gone for two weeks. That was, it, it drove me crazy and I'm sorry that I'm a little bit rusty. I feel I feel like I should be doing, should I do like vocal warm-ups? Should we be doing red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather? Well, you know what? Let's not do that because I've never been good at <laughs> I've never been good at the red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> what if we did Theosilus Thistle, the successful Thistle Shifter in... <laughs> We're not going to do warm-ups. <laughs> Clearly, I'm nervous to, to have a serious discussion and... Because, uh, because the discussion was with someone that, uh, again, chose to give their time and give a lot of great insight, and someone that's been in this town a lot longer than I have. Uh, but they chose to stay anonymous, which is totally understandable. But so I'll be reading kind of both parts of it. Um, I thought about doing like a British voice. The person is not British, but I just thought, or like maybe a Cockney voice, like. <laughs> Like a, oh, well, I'm a right drunk, <laughs> all that stuff. But but I think I'll just read the discussion and, uh, yeah, and I hope that you all enjoy it. And um, and don't you worry, because after this, the, it's uh, we'll get right back to business. And by business, I mean housewives. And I also want to discuss the, uh, the Johnny Depp Am- Amber Heard things, although I know a lot of a lot of people are doing much better coverage of that. I just, uh, the fact that it's in Fairfax County, Virginia, so they're literally at the court where I got my driver's license, to to quote Olivia Rodrigo, but <laughs> that's where I got my driver's license. And they, uh, so it's, it's bizarre to see kind of this media circus, uh, like 10 minutes from where I grew up and... I remember sitting in that courtroom getting my driver's license. They made us watch uh, a Simple Plan music video. Uh, that one that's like, how could this happen to me? I made my mistakes, got nowhere to run. The, the night goes on as I'm fading away. <laughs> I'm sick of this life. I just want to dream. How could this happen to me? <laughs> and that was a 
sadly, that Simple Plan music video, that they're kind of like an emo band, very Warped Tour adjacent, probably like from the early aughts. But that was the extent uh, to which Fairfax County gave us uh, education about drunk driving. And and there were very high drunk driving rates uh, where I grew up. So maybe they should have done more than just show us a Simple Plan music video. But... But I was just happy to get my license. And I was like, if I have to sit through three minutes of this, I'll do it. But, but boy, isn't this is funny. I, I feel like I'm being very vulnerable. <laughs> so without further ado, and again, this discussion happened, I believe it was two days after the Oscars. So then, now that's weeks ago, and there have been so many different updates. So this might be a little outdated, um, but... But I really appreciated the conversation we had and the time that was taken to do it. And I do believe that this is something that should be discussed. It's, um, I don't, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone's like, yeah, what we need is another white girl talking about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. That's what we need. But I don't know. I've, uh, I've long revered Hollywood, revered, is that the right word? (laughs) Paul Revere? No, but Hollywood is my dream. I I get frustrated with this city, but I love it so much. And I love, I don't know, I love film and I love everything that it stands for and that you can escape. And so I think seeing that at the Oscars was, uh, it's just something that's worth discussing. And just because I'm discussing it on my platform does... I might not be right, and if if someone wants to write in and say, "Hey, I I disagreed with with your take on this," I I would be uh, so happy to further the discussion or or not. I mean, because by now it's the news cycles go by so fast that who knows. So I do apologize that this is late, but I would be remiss to not air this episode, and it does feel weird to be. kind of serious and not just doing impressions of random housewives and whoever else so all right without further ado and it's gonna be weird reading all of it (laughs) let's do it all right so it starts dear anonymous hollywood insider aka ahi first and foremost Thank you so much for taking the time to answer some questions, open a dialogue about what I am calling the Will Smith Oscar scandal slash the slap heard round Hollywood. Honestly, I think it was heard around the world. Absolutely. My pleasure, witty bitch. I will always regret calling this witty bitch because I know that I know my family doesn't like that. It's that I go by the term bitch, but, but whatever it was the, I made a blog when I was 16, when it was cool to do that. So, you know, we could all have our old screen names show up somewhere and we'd be embarrassed, but okay. Absolutely. My pleasure, witty bitch. I need to admit, while I absolutely love pretty much all award shows, for some reason this year, I was not watching live. Obviously you were. What was your reaction to seeing it live? 
and if you were around others, what was the general vibe and reactions of them? I would imagine it would take what should be a fun evening celebrating cinema. <laughs> That's a celebration of art and make things very weird, very fast. But I'm leading the witness with my phrasing on that question. Anonymous Hollywood Insider. No, you are 100% spot on. I was attending my friend's cherished annual Oscar viewing party, 20 or so years running now, and was surrounded by people I adore. We were all gobsmacked, confused, but at least we were together. Me. I had the, quote, advantage, if that's the proper word, to know vaguely about it when my phone blew up and I Googled it and saw the clip. It was still shocking. It was more than a slap. It's like you could hear a bone crack or something. Anonymous Hollywood Insider. The hit was so close to the microphone, at first blush, it looked a lot more like a punch than a slap. We were wondering why Rock wasn't bleeding, not to mention Smith's considerable size advantage. And note, Rock had his hands behind his back. It was a sucker punch. The word bully comes to mind. Oh, and here, here we go. I might start to get in trouble with this. I'm going to bring up some topics that may be provocative or controversial. First being the issue of race. When I heard, oh my God, Will Smith at the Oscars, Google it, this is crazy. I immediately imagined the Kanye West Taylor, the Kanye West Taylor Swift situation from the VMAs in 2009. Might have been 2008 though. Which, while was rude, it was simply taking a microphone away from a performer and award winner. And the reaction was drastically different. And I find that shocking because what I witnessed in that clip of Will Smith and Chris Rock, which I've watched time and time again, is essentially a full-blown assault on a man in his workplace in front of hundreds of his colleagues and millions around the world. If Will Smith had gone up on stage and hit Amy Schumer, would there be a different outcome? Or if he hit Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> or Taylor Swift herself, would that be different? I bet it would. I also bet I would be wondering what Taylor Swift was doing at the Oscars, but that's neither here nor there. That's a logical comparison. Although there is a massive difference between rudeness and violence. Personally, I'm trying not to see race in this equation, but as a friend told me, sadly, when is race never a part of the equation in this country? I'm sure the conversation would be much different if the cast of characters were different. Well, one question I have is why would the Academy not immediately have Will Smith removed? Not only did they not have him removed, but they had him front and center, just living it up all night. When Kanye took the mic from Taylor, he was removed, and all award shows across the board then banned him, a ban which only lasted for a little over a year or so, uh, as so much punishment does with Hollywood's elite. 
even when the Real Housewives of Bravo TV fame have pushed each other or thrown a glass of wine or grabbed one another, it results in termination almost immediately. Monique Samuels and Candace Dillard of the Real Housewives of Potomac comes to mind especially. There should in no way be different standards for different forms of entertainment, but the Academy Awards is supposed to be the most prestigious of all forms in the entertainment industry. Sidebar, I like that I still, <laughs> I have a con- I'm having a serious conversation and I'm like, anyways, sir, have you heard about the Real Housewives of Potomac? <laughs> the Candace Monique thing, which, which, woo, did I get into some arguments about that one? Team Monique forever. Okay. Anonymous Hollywood Insider. Well, I can't speak to all of those examples, but it recently came to light that Smith was, indeed, asked to leave by the event officials. He refused, and the Academy is now looking into repercussions. Another thing that really struck me, no pun intended, is in watching the clip when Chris Rock makes the joke, which I find mild, especially because it is a long-standing, quote, tradition, that at award shows, there are almost what I would like to call mini roasts, especially of the bigger nominees of the evening, which Smith certainly was. When the joke is first made, Will Smith even laughs at the camera. Then suddenly it cuts away, and he's storming the stage and assaulting Chris Rock, who is welcoming him to the stage because I don't believe he was anticipating getting full-blown assaulted possibly even a broken jaw. He got decked in the face. I wonder what the swift change was from taking the joke in stride to an act of aggression like that. I have to assume that Jada, who is the topic of the joke, uh, oh, who is the topic of the joke simply, can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2, referring to her hairstyle, which we now know is a very sensitive topic for her. Anonymous Hollywood Insider. I completely agree on the roast aspect. Rock was doing his job. Smith's reaction and timing was odd, to say the least. Until that moment, the entire broadcast was actually quite enjoyable. It's such a shame that this night will always be remembered this way. And I said, I think G.I. Jane 2 would be a billion dollar movie, and I hope they make it, but with Zoe Kravitz, is it Zoe Kravitz or Zoe Kravitz? Or anyone but Jada, but that's more of a personal opinion. Hollywood Insider, anonymous Hollywood Insider, from your lips to Hollywood's ears. On the topic of G.I. Jane 2 and Jada's hair, Many people have defended Smith's violent actions because he was, quote, standing up for his wife who has an autoimmune disease, in reference to her alopecia. I never want to make light of anyone's health struggles, but alopecia, while it is an autoimmune disease, on a personal level, I have it. Side note, how many white chicks have you heard in the past couple weeks say, I have alopecia too, but I really do, but... Ultimately, you lose patches of your hair. 
in varying size depending on your case. Uh, so while it is a disease, it does not kill you, it does not hurt you. This next part will be controversial, and that's why I'm keeping you anonymous. I will take the heat, but with that buzz cut, I feel the alopecia patches would be more noticeable. I know mine certainly are, if I even just put my hair in a ponytail. Jada is a strikingly beautiful woman, and for years I've wondered this, because you would absolutely see these patches. You would call me an alopecia truther on that one. Furthermore, the joke did not directly say alopecia at any moment. It references that her hair looks very much like Demi Moore's did in the original movie. It's not okay to joke about anyone's disease or health. Um, or any... Goodness. Or anything someone can't help health-wise. But that's not really what the joke was about. As much as it's not okay to joke about a disease, it's far more not okay to resort to violence and to literally punch down, which is what Will Smith did. Anonymous Hollywood Insider. Agreed. What struck me, to use your term, is Jada looked absolutely stunning. I personally didn't know about her alopecia until then. She looked beautiful as she always has. And again, if you don't think a razor-sharp comedian has the right to poke at you, stay home. Ooh, I liked it. <laughs> I, had, I hadn't read this since right after the Oscars with the interview. <laughs> i like, hey, ho anonymous Hollywood insider, I like you. Can stay home. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> stay, stay your ass at home. <laughs> okay. I also can't help but think, of the aggressively insensitive jokes suffered at the hands of so many before, like Britney Spears especially comes to mind during the VMAs 2007, which she performed at during, wait, she performed at merely weeks after being 5150'd and placed against her will into a psychiatric ward. On top of the mental breakdown that her family and management locked her up for, but then just pulled her out to perform for that money, that Hollywood money. And Hollywood went wild with the mental health jokes to someone who was in a serious place of mental distress. Additionally, they fat shamed her. I said they fat shamed the icon because she is an icon. Um, but she had not just suffered a breakdown recently, but she had had two babies in two years. I won't bore you with Brittany. That's more of a note that I wanted to articulate for myself. I'm sure you don't know me. I'm sure you don't know me well enough yet. But if you know me, you know I can make almost anything about Brittany or Housewives. Hollywood anonymous Hollywood insider. Well, you know more about that than I do, witty bitch. But suffice to say, hashtag free Brittany was right. Now let's get to the speech. We can close here, or maybe not, as media reactions or non-reactions continue to unfold this week. I will attach a transcript of the speech, which I find dismissive, hypocritical, and frankly irresponsible, because it glorifies violence, it insinuates that violence is love, or that love leads to violence. 
Love is the opposite of violence. And to see that get applause churned my stomach. I noticed as well that they cut away from the audience quite a bit and put up a big screen holder, if that's the proper word, that simply was the Academy's logo. Normally, audience reactions are one of my favorite things at award shows. I love to watch everyone's face. Uh, I wonder, though, if this screen holder was a technique to hide possibly not-so-happy looks from the audience and Will's colleagues, or was it because they needed to have a delay? Because who knows what this man is capable of? He did just fly off the handle. Maybe a mixture of both? I also couldn't help but notice in the speech that Will Smith named Richard Williams, especially in reference to, quote, the things we do for love which made me believe or made it seem as though Richard Williams was an abusive man himself, which from all accounts, we know he was not. He was a very intense coach to his daughters who became champions, and he managed them to the best of his abilities, but not abusive. Additionally, Richard Williams did not sign off on the movie. Anonymous Hollywood Insider. Yes, agreed. That speech was where things went from bonkers to batshit crazy. A completely blown opportunity to atone or show the slightest bit of contrition. And Smith just tried to justify his actions and by proxy talk about his character, who is a real person. I just don't buy it. And then the audacity to preach love, I definitely don't buy that. Well, now I'm rambling. I know I am taking up your time. As I was driving home today in the middle of Hollywood, I passed a giant, beautiful, lit-up billboard for Bel Air, which is the new new series from Peacock, which is a, quote, darker take on the series that launched Will Smith's career, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Will Smith is an executive producer on this His name was up in lights, right there on the billboard. It's peak Hollywood glam. It's peak Hollywood dream for so many artists who work so hard at this craft, not just in this town, but all over the world. I was shocked to see it, honestly. And then I couldn't help but wonder, is this Oscars incident going to affect the release of the show? Or as the promotion of the show has focused on sharing Wait, excuse me. Or is the promotion of this show has focused on sharing this story with a whole new generation? Is this Oscars incident going to affect the attitudes and behaviors of a whole new generation of artists and actors, which is far more troubling? The artists who entertain us work so hard at this craft out of love and vulnerability and to share stories of those who can't. When Will Smith stormed the stage, and assaulted Chris Rock, he didn't just assault Chris Rock, he assaulted everything this industry stands for. I certainly hope that this is not setting a precedent for the future. Anonymous Hollywood Insider. Only the future knows, really, about that show. Sadly, these things can go either way. The pendulum of Hollywood swings not in the favor of justice far too often. And what you said about the Hollywood dream is spot on. 
too many people work too damn hard to get their recognition for their art. It's supposed to be a light, classy, albeit masturbatory, event celebrating this thing we all worship called the movies. Want a fist fight? Take it outside. These are supposed to be professionals. In the brief exchange we had on this moment to be extremely insightful and thought-provoking, and while it's easy to make memes and jokes about the incident, which I understand, I mean, hell, I run a comedic pop culture podcast, I think it's important to take a moment to have a serious talk about this before it becomes the new normal. Thank you for all of your time and for the words that you have shared with me on this. I deeply appreciate it. Anonymous Hollywood Insider. The pleasure was mine, weighty bitch. See you at the 2023 Oscars. And P.S. If you are a fan, this is from, oh, I'm going to butcher this name. Pedro Pedro Almodovar's Oscar Diary. And I really I really like this quote. This struck hard. Um, and I, I do apologize for mispronouncing that name. I'm I'm known to not be good at pronouncing names, so I do apologize, but uh, this quote, which I was especially happy that he shared because I never would have found this on my own. But the quote is I refuse to let that episode mark the gala and be the protagonist of a ceremony where many more things happened and of much greater interest. For example, Drive My Car, without a doubt my favorite film of the year, won Best International Feature Film, and also Summer of Soul, my favorite documentary, won in its category. Still, as I said, I was very close to the protagonist. What I saw and heard produced a feeling of absolute rejection in me. Not only during the episode, but afterwards as well. In the acceptance speech, a speech that seemed more like that of a cult leader, you don't defend or protect the family with your fists. And no, the devil doesn't take advantage of key moments to do his work. The devil, in fact, doesn't exist. This was a fundamentalist speech that we should neither hear nor see. Some claim that it was the only real moment in the ceremony, but they're talking about the faceless monster that is the social media. For them, avid to avid for Carrion, it undoubtedly was the great event of the night. So yeah, that was uh, that was my first serious talk on here, and I'm sure I'm gonna get uh, all sorts of feedback and maybe be in trouble for sharing some of my opinions. But uh, it's something that weighed heavy on my mind, and that I've been I've I've just wanted to open a dialogue about it, and I know I'm late. You all can blame, you can blame Steve Jobs for that because <laughs> I was uploading the episode the day after and, and my computer crashed, <laughs> but, but there's a new computer now. And so, yeah, thank you all for listening. I'm sure, uh, I'm going to say this, it's, it's very scary 
to openly discuss such a controversial topic and who knows maybe I I could have probably done a lot more research and I am in no way out here to offend people it's just I want to kind of share my thoughts and my opinions because I think my listeners uh, who I appreciate all of would uh, you know even if you disagree with what I say that I might disagree with what I said a week from now who knows but uh it's it's scary to be this vulnerable and to share those thoughts and and I did want to say uh, a special thanks to the anonymous Hollywood insider uh, for for sharing all those thoughts uh, with me and especially that quote at the end and uh, and yeah now now it's it's time to go back to your to your regularly scheduled programming of me talking about things that are much easier i.e the real housewives <laughs> so that'll be next episode thank you all for tuning in <laughs> all right bye